0: Welcome. We're so glad to have you with us. Come on in. We're having a good time. The yes. Word gives us the best time yes. and we are so enjoying the time that, uh, that we're spending around the Word, especially on this series that we've been teaching. Yes. And uh, if you were not able to watch the previous se- previous episodes, go back and yes. watch them. Yes. We're ministering on the importance of fervency, mm-hmm. being hot for God, yes. and uh, we've been taking some scriptures. I want to start today, Revelation chapter three and verse fifteen. Jesus gave a message to the some of the churches that were in place back then, and to the church at Laodicea, he said this: "I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would that thou wert cold or hot." So then, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. So notice this, he did not prize being lukewarm. Why did he prize or say it's better to be cold than lukewarm is because a a temperature that has been lukewarm once had heat applied to it Uh or it once was hot and has cooled down. So he's basically saying it's better to be cold, meaning you've never heard the truths than to have heard them and walk away from them or neglect them. And so he said, you need to be hot, yes. <laughs> basically. Uh, in Romans chapter 12 and verse 10, Paul writes this. He says, be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love in honor, preferring one another, not slothful in business, but look at this, fervent in spirit. That's right. That word fervent means to be hot, to boil over be fervent in spirit, be hot in spirit, be boiling over in spirit, serving the Lord. So it lets us know how the Lord is to be served with hotness, being hot for God, being hungry for God. Amen. The Amplified Classic translation of verse 11 reads this way, never lag in zeal. What's that mean? Don't get behind. Don't get behind. That if, if our spiritual temperature gets too low, we're going to fall behind. Yes. Mm-hmm. Never lag in zeal and in earnest endeavor. Be aglow and burning with the spirit, serving the Lord. So we see this, that we are to make sure our spiritual temperature is at its right level. Yes. What's the right level? Hot, Hot. Hot. boiling over. Yes. Amen. Yes. If we're not, we need to correct it. And we can correct it, and we've been looking. That's why we invite you to go back to the previous episodes, because we were looking at things that can lower or raise our spiritual temperature. Um, Let's go a little further today. I want you to turn with me, if you would, to Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2, and we'll start reading in verse 1. Notice this, and it reads, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord, in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven mm-hmm. as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting. Mm-hmm. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. Yes. And it sat upon each of them and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance. That's New Testament. That belongs to the church yes. today. Yes. <laughs> Uh, when, when someone gets born again, they are, they are indwelt by the Spirit. The Spirit of God comes in and resides in them. But this is not talking about the indwelling of the Spirit. This is talking about the infilling yes. of the Spirit. Right. And so how do you know when when, there, it, when someone is full of the Spirit, it flows out it's evident, and it's evidenced by speaking in other tongues? Yeah. So notice this, the church was born. This is when we see the church coming into uh, the church age here. And notice it was born in fire. Cloven tongues, uh, there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. Look at this, it's set upon each of them. Everyone needed it. Everyone needed it. Uh, It wasn't just the leader that needed it. It wasn't just the preacher that needed it. Mm -hmm. Everyone needed it. Filled with the fire of the Holy Ghost. Why? Because uh, that's going to affect how we carry out the plan of God in the earth. Uh When we're filled with the fire of the Holy Ghost. You get filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues and there will come a greater hunger Mm -hmm. in you for the Word. There will also, if I could say this, to be filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues is a deeper dimension of God. We can always go further. And uh, it's a deeper dimension of God. Uh, In the book of Jude, we see this, and I believe it's verse 20 or so. There's one chapter in Jude. Building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. So it builds you, it edifies you to take time to pray in the Holy Ghost. It edifies your spirit. Why? Because uh, he that speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not unto men, but unto God. That's what 1 Corinthians 14 verse 2 tells us. So it's a God talk. Mm -hmm. That's one function of it. Now there are other functions because you can have uh, tongues and interpretation of tongues and that's not you speaking to God. That's God speaking to you. But, um, it is a divine language. When you take time to speak in other tongues, it's God talk. The Spirit of God gives the utterances. You speak those out. The Spirit of God doesn't, doesn't speak in tongues. Right. Right. He gives us the utterances. We speak it out. Right. And our spirit is speaking directly to God. Right. Think of that. Right. Wow. The hotline to heaven. Oh. Oh. Right. Wow. Amen. And you don't get an angel on the phone. You don't get Moses on the line. You don't get you don't get Noah on the line. You get God Himself on the line. Whenever you speak in other tongues, it is the hotline to heaven. And uh, it says again in Jude, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. You can't talk to God and come away the same way. You're going That's to come right. away hotter. That's You're really going harder. to come away something more. Yes. And the Word tells us God is fire from the low ones up and fire from the low yes. ones down. Yes. You can't talk to fire and be, and be cold. Yes. <laughs> you, you can't get around yes. fire and stay the same way. Yes. Amen. Amen. Another thing, and we had talked about things that will increase your spiritual temperature or things that will decrease your spiritual temperature. One of the things is, we just said, praying in the Holy Ghost. Yes. Mm-hmm. Praying in mm-hmm. the Holy Ghost will increase your fervency for God. Amen. Right. It builds you up on your most holy faith. Um, so not speaking in other tongues. Once you've been filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues and not doing that, right. uh, you're not taking advantage yes. as you could of that fire that's on the inside. Right. Uh, it stokes that fire. Could yes. I say it that way? Really, really. Um, then another thing, and we're, we'll not go further that direction. We cert- That's its own sermon. But um, just being hooked up to the place where God tells you to hook up. We've talked about in the previous episode being a part of a local church, having the fellowship of the brethren of that local church, fellowshipping with those who love what you love, love the Word you love, love the God you love, love the Savior you love, love the Holy Ghost you love, love the flow of God that you love. It matters that you have fellowship around spiritual things. Yes. Yes. But included in that is just being hooked up with who God wants you to receive from. Yes, that's right. God will direct you to the right pastor. Yes. But also as ministers, ministers need to be hooked up with where God tells them to be. Um, we see this with Elijah and Elisha, that God told Elijah, go anoint Elisha mm-hmm. to be prophet in thy room. Mm-hmm. So notice this, that which was on Elijah got on Elisha. So it matters where you're hooked up because there's a there's an impartation that happens, and uh, you want to be hooked up with people who are hot for God. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Now, uh, go with me to Mark chapter 12. Mark chapter 12, and we're going to see something about about um, to have a fervency for God, mm-hmm. to be hot for God, to be have a fervency for the things of God. You know, if we're interested in Him, we have to be interested in what He's interested in. Meaning this, we can't just say we love God, but we're not interested in what He's doing in the earth. We need to be interested in Him and His business. Amen, kingdom business, right? Divine business. But Mark chapter 12, verse 30 says this, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God... Look at this, with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. Why is this the first commandment? Because fervency includes and involves your whole being. Mm. And when you are all in with God, everything else is easy to obey. Everything else is easy to fulfill. When you're doing it from a point of hotness, you're fueled. You're fueled for the race. And uh, how we treat him, how we respond to him will fuel and affect every single arena. When we're hot for God, we won't struggle with what others struggle with. Amen. Amen. So fervency involves your whole being. Notice this, all your heart, all your soul, Uh all your mind, all your strength. It doesn't say that you shall love the Lord thy God with your heart, soul, mind, and strength. It doesn't say that. It says with all of it. Uh Meaning uh, God doesn't share the seat seat of first with Uh any other thing. We can't put our family in the same seat as God. God's God's first. God's first. We can't put our business in the same seat with God. God's first. He will not occupy a shared seat. And when he occupies it, when we give him the right place in our life, there's no room for anything else in the, in the place we give him. He's first. He's foremost. And when, we, when he is held first, everything else is, stays in place as it ought. Full people are fervent people full of the Word, yes. full of the Spirit. Yes. Amen. Amen. There's nothing of our being that's to be on reserve or withheld from God. Yes. Right. Amen. Remember, this was all your heart, all. all your soul, all your mind, all your strength, nothing on reserve from Him, nothing withheld from Him. It's all His. So in loving Him, in following Him, in obeying Him, in serving Him, all in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All in. Not half-hearted, Wishing we were doing something else. Wishing we didn't have to do this or do that that he commands of us. Psalm chapter 112, um, verse one. Look at this. Praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that fears the Lord. What's that? Honors him. When we honor him, we give him proper place. To put him second is to not honor him. To put him third is to not honor him rightly. To honor him in a measure. Is not appropriate. He needs to be honored appropriately. Oh, yes. And so it says, praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord. Look at this, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. Amen. Amen. When we're hot for God, we're delighted. delighted. We are delighted to do yes. as he commands. Yes. Amen. Yes. Because whether we realize it or not, God doesn't ask us to do something. He gives commands. Yes. Yes. Why is that? Because uh, the Bible talks about talks to us about uh, that we're soldiers. Soldiers don't take suggestions; they take commands. Soldiers aren't given suggestions; they're given commands. And what a loving command! It's a love. It, they're love commands that we receive. Amen. And so we give Him proper place. We're not half-hearted. We don't treat God's commands as though we should not have to do that. Mm-hmm. No, we're delighted greatly. Why? Because when we obey Him, the blessing of God only increases on us. Yes. Amen. Yes. Not distracted with something else. What is He telling us to do? We do that and we put that first. And we don't, uh, meaning this, we don't fit church and spirit our spiritual uh, life into the responsibilities of our life, mm-hmm. of our week, mm-hmm. of our day. Mm-hmm. Right. We fit God's first and everything else fits in around that. Right. Yes. But if we put our job first, our natural things first, and then try to fit in our spiritual life, it's going to get cheated and we're going to be less than hot. Amen. Yeah. So we want to make sure he's first and we fit everything else in. What does it mean to fit everything else in, Pastor Nancy? Well, let me put it this way. When I go to schedule my year, and I don't schedule... I schedule certain things out a year, you know, for the incoming year. Um, I don't book it fully because I always want to have space for God to direct me otherwise. The first thing I put on my calendar is to be in the meetings of of the man of God that God told me to hook up with. Mm-hmm. Those go first Amen. on the calendar. Oh, that's, right. Right. that's good. That's Why? Good. Because Amen. God to, told me hook up. I told yeah. told yeah. me hook yeah. up. Yeah. So that goes first on my calendar. My meetings I preach at don't go first. Where he told me to be goes first. Amen. That's good. Amen. For the for the Christian, for the believer, what is that? Our church services, put in our church services into our schedule, and then we put everything else in around that. Yes. Right. That's what I do with my, my itinerary. I put in those services where God has had me to hook up with. After that, then I put in my own uh, obligations of meetings and things after that. But that's what I'm saying. There is a way to honor God. Be where he told you to be. Yes. Amen. And yeah. part of that it, why because that's going to feed into your spiritual hotness. I need to go sit and receive. Yes. I need to receive impartations. I need to receive the the teaching, the preaching of the word yeah. through those that God has, the, those that God has to speak into my life. I need that. It's going to play into my spiritual fervor mm-hmm. yes. It's going to help me stay hot for God yes. and help fuel me for my race I'm running. Yes. It plays a role in that. Amen. So notice this. We're to be all in, all in at that moment too. What about this? When we're, all, when we're in church or when we're in services, we should be in the moment, yes. in the moment. Meaning we're not making a list of what we're doing after we leave the church. Uh, not distracted by the unimportant, that will affect your spiritual temperature. We go to church and we're distracted by this, distracted by that. It yeah. will cause our spiritual temperature to decrease. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. All in. Meaning this, uh, it, it's a spiritual discipline and we all have to learn this, yes. is wherever I'm to be, I'm all in right there. Oh. And I'm not wishing, what time is this going to get over so I can get to the next thing? Oh. Yeah. That's That's right. yes. That's yeah. You see. All of, all of these are part of the spiritual discipline that's going to affect our spiritual temperature. Um, when I travel, I don't go, oh, I wish I could get be, hurry up and get back home. No, when I'm there, I'm on the road, I'm traveling, I'm all in there. I'm not thinking about, can't wait to get back home. Right. When I'm back home, I'm not thinking wish I could get back on the road. I've, we learn to be in the moment, Amen. be all in right there in the moment. That's, That's what we have to do with God. All in, yes. in the moment. Yes. Amen. 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 Notice this. He said to worship, excuse me, it says to serve him, what? With all thy strength. Yes. All thy strength. Yes. Um, how many of you know that Everything we do for Him should be with our, with all of our strength, not half-hearted. That's right. That's right. That, that means right. We're, we're giving it our best. Yes, yes. our best. We Amen. are giving it our best. Yes. We don't come and have a role, whether it's in the local church or how, however we're serving Him. We don't just give the bare minimum just so, right. so we can hurry up and get through with yeah, it. No, right. when you're hot for God, yes. you're all yes. in. Amen. 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 Now turn with me, if you would, to second Timothy chapter two. two, second Timothy chapter two, and we'll start reading in verse three. It says, thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. What's this mean? Hardness is going to come. Right. Yeah. He's telling us how to endure it as a good soldier, yes. meaning difficult circumstances will come, but when you have, when you are fueled for what you're facing, you bypass that easily. You get past it easily. Let me put it this way. Um, if you drive to certain part of the, parts of the country that are very mountainous and um, your vehicle has a small engine and you're trying to pull something, <laughs> you start going up, incline, could I say it? This is opposition to gravity, yes. right? Uh, that, that motor, that vehicle, it may struggle and really slow down. When we travel, and sometimes we've driven and driven in mountainous areas, you see big rigs on the road. They have really slowed down when they start traveling up a great incline. Why? It has to do with the power. Yeah, that's right right? Then you have another, you can have another a truck. I've seen trucks hauling loads. And I mean, they got some big old turbo something going on because they're just bypassing everybody. What's in, what's on the inside determines how it passes and, and ascends up that incline, right? When we burn hot, when we are full of the Word and full of the Spirit, we have such power, we take on things with ease. Amen. They don't slow us down. We don't fall behind. We don't lag behind because we're fueled from within. It's, that's why it's important that we're hot because when opposition comes, we're going to have to step over opposition. Amen. And keep going. And we don't want opposition to stop us. We're fueled to face this and get past it. Amen. So we see this, that Paul says, thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. So difficult circumstances will come that you will have to endure. Amen, you'll have to go through it. We are to endure them as a good soldier, not a bad one. (laughs) A good soldier doesn't talk back to the commanding officer. (laughs) A bad soldier has their opinions and voices their opinions and argues with the commanding officer. And so they end up cleaning the latrine, doing push-ups. They run extra miles. They're given extra duties. Why? Because they're trying to turn them from a bad soldier to a good soldier. <laughs> and so a bad soldier complains. A good soldier says, yes, sir. What's on the inside of you? Your spiritual temperature plays into your answers. Sure Amen. That's right. Amen. When Amen. you're hot for God, your spiritual te- yes, sir, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Well, praise yeah. the Lord. Yeah. To complete a task in a right attitude uh-huh. and with enthusiasm, you have to be fervent. Yeah. 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 You have to be fervent. Amen. Yeah. And as we read, uh, being fervent, maintaining the glow. Maintaining the glow will help you endure the opposition that comes. It will help you. Fervency turns difficult things easy when you're because you're occupied with the right thing and not the opposition. When you're occupied with the opposition, it drains you. Yes, it takes strength out of you. But when you're occupied, when you're hot for God, you're occupied with the right thing, and you just blow right past that which others struggle with. Amen. 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 Um, I so appreciate that there is one pastor who has one of the largest churches in the world and one of his Bible school students said, Pastor, with the position that you have in leading such a large ministry, he said, you must have had a lot of opposition. You must face a lot. And he said, I guess I do. I just haven't noticed. When you're hot for God, it affects what you notice. It doesn't necessarily change what comes against you, but it affects what you notice of what comes against you. Things that used to trouble you as you mature and develop spiritually, they don't trouble you anymore that's because you're advancing and that spiritual fervency is helping you in your advancement. I love something with Smith Wigglesworth when he went to bed one night and was awakened because he felt an evil presence in the room. Smith Wigglesworth was an English preacher that my goodness, his, his ministry was earmarked by miracles. And, um, he was awakened in the middle of the night because he felt an evil presence. And when he rolled over in his bed, Satan was sitting on his bed in manifested form. Yeah. Wow. And he wasn't impressed with him. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, he, he would have felt that evil yes. of the room. Right. And he turned over and looked at him and said, oh, it's just you. Yeah. And rolled back over and went to sleep. Wow. That was the end of that experience. Why? Because if the devil couldn't get his attention, he couldn't get entrance. Fervency keeps your interest and your attention on the right thing and off the wrong thing, off of opposition. Well, praise the Lord. We're We're able to come to you with this Jesus the Healer broadcast for one reason, because of the generosity of Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Kenneth Copeland Ministries sows this airtime to me and to all the programmers that you see on this network. And uh, what a blessing. It's it's remarkable. And uh, if this broadcast is a blessing to you, I ask you, pray about becoming a partner with Kenneth Copeland Ministries, if you're not already. You can go to kcm.org and sign up to be a partner there. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. Jesus gave us the key to his success. He stayed with the plan that God gave him to fulfill. In this book by Nancy Dufresne, God the Revealer of Secrets, you will learn how to know God's perfect will for your life and how to accomplish that divine plan. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. This is Pastor Nancy Dufresne inviting you to join us for our annual Ladies Conference right here in Murrieta, California, October the 3rd through the 5th, Tuesday through Thursday. We invite you to go to our website at DufresneMinistries.org and get more information. We look forward to seeing you there. God bless you. In this classic book by Nancy Dufresne, The Healer Divine, we are presented with a study of the healings of Jesus. Your faith will be stirred to believe and act as the healed God has already made you to be. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message.